Sundress. 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 Yeah, yeah, man. Ruined it. Yeah. How IG, the IG story is like suck. ruined Sundress season. It did. Well, there's reels now. You don't need the story. That's oh, true. yeah. That's right. In the explore page. The reels are real. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those, though, kind of. They short as hell. <laughs> what you so want, bro? On TikTok. <laughs> go ahead and move. Go ahead and move to OnlyFans, then, bro. You know? <laughs> nah. Upgrade. Nah, we ain't doing Right, Jared? No, I don't. The I way don't they. <laughs> They jipping people. I don't, I don't pay for OnlyFans. You know that we've talked about that. Why would I do that when oh, Pornhub right. is free? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. What? <laughs> we hope Pornhub is free. Yeah. Gotcha. Why would Why would do that? And you oh, porn, only when they only when somebody does a. I saw a tweet. Quality content now. Only OnlyFans fans? is kind of like premium Pornhub. Oh, yeah, I stick with the basic. <laughs> basic. Still get the job done with the basic. Still get the job done. <laughs> You don't want to be uh, looking for your next meal paying for OnlyFans, huh? <laughs> not, a, not, wow. at all, not at all. I just, I'm, I'm good. You're sitting on the couch, you're watching TV, and your life is passing you by. You keep procrastinating over and over. Well, maybe I'll go to school next year, maybe next semester. No, do Boy. it right now. They'll work with you after work, <laughs> or you can go before work. You can do whatever you need to do to graduate. Go talk to somebody right now. They out to help you. Well, yeah, you spend all day man. on the phone anyhow. Why don't you make a phone call that's going to help you in your future? All you got to do is pick up the phone and make the call. Why are you making it complicated? It's easy. Somebody said, You're sitting on the couch. This nigga used to make me feel like I wasn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> I wonder how many people he motivated. Watching. Well, he's actually a rapper. Did you know that? I, I did, did not. not. Oh. <laughs> Let's play a clip. Hold on. Here, here we oh, go. no. It big. What I do with your chick? Pick up uh-huh. leave you and the kids. He's still my people doing a bit. On the streets, putting food in the fridge. They do what they Oh, oh my shit. god. Biz, damn, and I live. Give a fuck. Just how much can wow. I give? Now we got him back. <laughs> wow. What you I refuse to let a nigga. Oh my god. Telling me that I can do what I need to do to graduate. I'm being a bum. Fuck him. I'm, <laughs> he come out with, I'm better now. I feel good now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he did after he shot the video, went to the studio. The video. Went hey, and got look, a couple went, Beckys and shot hey, a, went, look, a iPhone. Uh, look, we had, we had uh, Ice Bay and she went and, and did her thing. So why can't this brother do his thing? Right. At least he was being positive. You're right. You will not some. Um, <laughs> you will not be smirch Ice Bay. Wow. We're not doing that. Wow. I'm going to tell you what we're not doing. You got that OnlyFans member? I'm a proud American. I'm a me when you see me. I'm a proud American. I'm a proud American. I'm a proud American. No surrender. No retreat. I'm a proud American. We fall straight at the kettle. I ride for my dogs. Air forces and camouflage. Just throw me a package and I'll get it off. Drill, cracker, country trap, a blues. I can't do it. I say, yeah, let's get out of there. Oh. Mm. <laughs> what the fuck? Hey. Hey, I'm man. a real American. <laughs> why country is, cracker. Why, country why is always united? We stay in divided. We fall and something like that. Why? Why is that the always the first bar? Hey man. Of course, unity. Hey man, it's, I'm not cattle. culturally I'm go, I go appropriating. I need you to know that I'm not culturally appropriating. So uh. this is a space where we all can come together. So I got to announce that first before I get these bars off about being a 
country cracker <laughs> with a MAGA hat. Country cracker with a MAGA. <laughs> Getting that packer. Yeah. Oh. Is that is that a line? Is that a bar? That's what he said. Like three bars. Do you want me to play it again? No, 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 no. no, no. I think we heard enough. We this is like, we heard enough. Okay, good deal. Yeah. It's Welcome. okay. It's okay to tell your homeboy he can't rap, man. That shit kind of no, no. I bet I bet he get five hundred thousand views. Right? Oh, it probably will. Yeah. Then he cool. Yeah. Welcome to Could Vanilla Ice Rap. I just want to ask this one he last question. It was trash. <laughs> well, look. <laughs> Will it ever stop? Yo, I don't know. Turn off the lights. And I'll go. Glow. Glow or go? See, that's why we can't handle it. To the extreme, we rock a mic like a vandal. A lot of a stage, we rock a stump like a candle. I don't Dance. remember any words from that song. So look, I'm ashamed to say this oh, next geez. thing I have to say. But oh, you um, got the new shit? No. <laughs> Not oh, that ashamed. <laughs> so, you know, growing up, we always got tapes off the corner. <laughs> right. So... Growing up, you know, my parents were older, right? When I was born, my dad was 40, my mom was 36, so they weren't really into all the new music, you know, and so... The hip-hop, the boop-de-bop. The bibbidi-bop, hip-hop and stuff, so I had to go and get my music on my own. So, you know, my cousins, they had like Too Short, Aunt Banks, all that West Coast stuff, Crucial Conflict, you know, the Midwest. And uh, so my first actual purchase of a tape from the store was Vanilla Ice this album that's what you went with first that was the first one <laughs> first one that I paid money for yeah <laughs> yep I'm ashamed but uh, you know it, it did go platinum well we appreciate you for coming I, in here yeah, and, and telling and, your and, truth and sharing <laughs> yeah and it's know. important it's a safe place here but it is yeah, we're gonna clown you not that safe yeah, it's not. I'm using right. the one pointing finger, so. Welcome take, take to <laughs> this week's episode of the Vexed Intellect. It's Prince. That's perfect. Actually. <laughs> Man, that might need to be a drop. Yeah, yeah it should be a, a drop, little, actually. It should be a drop. Yeah, yeah. Jared Dam, <laughs> Mr. Dam <Damn> himself. <laughs> Uh, I comments to myself. Clearly. Podcast glasses on. I am uh, Jameson St. James. You know I'm in the building. Oh, man. It's your boy T.O. Your boy Double Tap T.O. Wow. Also known as mm. the Brown Skittle. Nah, what we, else we got? We, nah, we retired that. Oh, okay, cool. All right, all right. <laughs> Put that out one out the pasture. Yeah. We got a guest in the building tonight. Hey, effects. No, okay. <laughs> Good deal. Is that the NFL crowd noise? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the same shit. It's uh, Miss Ramona Jackson. Miss is. Sorry, let me get that right. Ramona Jackson. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Hey. Hey. hey That's a shout out for you, Jay. <laughs> uh, so look. <laughs> AKA uh, the Bourbon Bohemian on IG. You can find her. She, her, hers, mother, wife, and uh, irrelevant intoxicologist. Hey, hey. Irreverent, not irrelevant. Damn. Yeah. I was <laughs> wanting you to catch that. <laughs> irreverent intoxicologist. My I almost, apologies. I almost had a mama joke for you, but I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there. All right, cool. So uh, tell us about yourself. Uh, you have so many great things going on. So 
Share something with us. Well, I work in tech. Hope tech. Day. Hope tech. I'm a hope tech. Hey. <laughs> wait. <What>? Right. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, oh <laughs> wait, man. All the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fair. Okay. okay. I, I know so, what it so, is. So let's <laughs> wait, wait. For our listeners For those who don't, that don't know, know, it's a play on hope tech, not a whole, <laughs> like OnlyFans, hope tech. No. <laughs> Get clear. Premium. Premium hey. OnlyFans. You know, hey. feet, feet and hands. Mm. So. So tell us about Hotech. What does that mean? Basically, it means right now everyone thinks they're in tech. They're, they're digital strategists. But oh. Real Hotechs um, are about uh, more than just being Instagram famous. Mm. They're about like really progressing their discipline and the tech industry and like what's really going on in the space. And I think that gets diluted a little bit. So as a as a whole tech, I'm trying to bring attention to like what tech is for real, not I created an app and now I'm a technologist. Got mm. it. And so where does the whole part come in? Well, just like whole tech, like I think they're trying to bring attention to like the purity of like who we are as a culture. Okay. And whole techs are trying to bring back the purity of technology. Okay, cool. All right, Miss Hotech, Mrs. Hotech. What else you got going? Tell us about it. So, um, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you in okay. on one. So, you know, one thing that um, uh, the brothers of the cloth know about you <laughs> is that uh, you do a great job at balancing being a mom mm-hmm. and a wife and having multiple interests going. Um, so, tell us about all the interests you have. And as a preface to the conversation, you have any advice for our listeners that are struggling to have it all? Like a man, a career, mm-hmm. and things you love that you're able to participate in. I like outside and I miss it. Mm. Um, a lot of hiking, a lot of camping, um, a lot of shooting the shit on the porch with friends. Uh, I miss house parties and like doing those sorts of things. I'm, I consider myself to be a great host, so I miss having people around in that respect. Um, I love liquor i drink and i know things yes lord (laughs) that's where the bourbon bohemian comes from i'm not just about bourbon i love gin i love creating cocktails hopefully we'll have a cocktail book coming out soon okay um yeah i just i take care of my family trying to make this money retire early and do the things that i love full-time cool so any advice for the folks who are struggling what what should they learn from you that you learned some years ago um, ruthlessly prioritize. A lot of people do a lot of busy work and bullshit. Mm-hmm. So like really pick valuable things to put your effort behind. Um, and then stick to a thing for a while. Don't be all over the place with all the hustles and the tummy tees and <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so put something out there with some substance. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. And then uh bring your significant other along with you. Yeah, that's possible. It's good too to have your own thing. Yeah. Like, my okay. husband, he does, he's building furniture and aquariums, and I'm not really into that. I I drink and entertain and like to travel, but we're a good um, match, even in our differences. Yeah. Triple beam style on the balance scales. Yes. I gotcha. Cool. Well, welcome to the show. Welcome. 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 All right. Today's day. Is September 17th, and our word 
of the day. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Too much. Blatherskite. (laughs) Blatherskite. Yeah. Blatherskite. Yeah. Uh, It is a noun. It means uh, a, a person given to voluble empty talk so someone mm. is just talking anything small talk um empty talk yeah you know i, I know that word because of ducktales um, oh really yeah. oh do yeah. tell yeah the, the dude when he became like the robo duck thing to get the suit on him he'd be like blathering blatherskite oh yeah the more you know yeah you watch well, too much didn't tv contribute anything to the it did not mean no no it's a good memory good memory yeah it's good great memory lane all right wow wow okay i have a ducktails shirt if oh see yeah there we go you know i like ducktails too absolutely but not not for this particular i was just having to get one i wanted to get a win i just happened to get one I got you. you. Yeah. Was that a win? <laughs> I'm going to count it as one. Yes. Okay, cool. Just checking. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we got a couple of fun facts <laughs> for the day. Uh, on this day in 1787, the U.S. Constitution is signed by delegates at the Philadelphia Convention. On this day in 1849, Harriet Tubman first escaped slavery in Maryland with her two brothers the two of her brothers brother. so she not only took herself out she took her brothers out first mm-hmm. on this day in 18 you go girl on this day in 1861 uh the first class for escaped slaves taught by mary peak at fortress monroe virginia now hampton university oh, oh right nice fantastic uh, 1920, the National Football League is born in Canton, Ohio. Twelve teams pay $100 each to join uh, American Professional Football Association, uh, renamed the NFL in 1922. Damn. And lastly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what they pay now. Right. In uh, 1947, Jackie Robinson is named Rookie of the Year uh, right. by the Sporting News. All right, I think that is a great time to get into First Things First. Five. All right, we start first with TikTok news. Yay. Yay. Well, maybe it's just towards the end. So Oracle has beat out Microsoft and won the bid to to purchase TikTok's U.S. um, operations. This news comes months after 45 declared that the social media platform had to sell its American operations, otherwise executive orders, and we're going to ban them from the United States. This, now, we've talked extensively about uh, social media platforms and how they track stuff. Do we really even care at this point? Does it even matter? Gentlemen, your thoughts. So how does Microsoft drop the ball here? It was gift wrapped <laughs> yeah. and handed here. Billion dollar business. Yeah, so easily. Uh, people don't know how to negotiate. It's another conversation we were having earlier uh, that Microsoft 
they got the money, they have the power, they have the platform. They just didn't make it happen. It's because your boy off trying to make vaccines and shit. <laughs> he oh, gone. Yeah. He, he gone. Yeah, he, <laughs> he, go. he got his check. I know. I think it's interesting, though. A lot of these like uh, mega enterprise technology companies are trying to make this play into like a very different space mm -hmm. um, off of like the hype of social media. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if they have the resources internally to be able to like maintain what's needed to keep that hype alive. Um, mm. A lot of those companies have a lot of, you know, boomers. Right. <laughs> Right. That don't even really understand the platform and the mm -hmm. target audience. Yep. So, like, yep. what does that look like from a feature functionality standpoint in the next couple of years? Might not be the same. It might be the, the next MySpace. Yeah, exactly. Is it so? Is it really a billion dollar? Company? I mean, because valuation. Mm -hmm. That's all that matters in the end. And you have to think a lot of those boomers come from old school business. Just acquire, mm -hmm. acquire mm -hmm. the asset. Yeah. We'll figure out how to break it down later. Like private equity. Yeah. They scoop up all these companies and yep. then they just break them apart. Yep. Yep. Cause there's something that could easily be done with like next year. Sure. Yeah. But <laughs> no, our attention well, span is like, I don't know. So those reels are, are based off the TikTok platform, right? Yep. So the are, integration, are so the integration between the reels and a popular platform like IG gives it longevity, even if it didn't have it. And even though folks that are in our age group feel like it's dumb ish, there's power in the next generation as they grow up with that platform and they make it theirs. Kind of like we did Facebook. Yeah. But mm. what ha usually happens with like a first to market, everybody else is going to pick it up and do it faster and cheaper. Yep. Um, so maybe this valuation to your to your credit is like it's just a big balloon that's going to pop. Look at Snapchat. Else, yeah, somebody's going to yeah. come yeah, in and but, do it. But you know they had the vines. Do it for the vines, right? So basically, oh, I miss vine. Where is vine I, now? <laughs> well, right, and I and I only say vine TikTok because I feel like too. vine was first to market, mm -hmm. and TikTok is an evolution of what vine was doing. <laughs> yeah, in a platform that makes more sense for the short attention spans of the the younger folks. Yep, definitely. I wonder what's for. You keep going. I wonder what's next, though. Like, yeah, some somebody that's seventeen that codes in their basement mm -hmm. is figuring that out right now. Yep. <laughs> something AI, something. Yeah, it's got to have like VR. avatars or augmented reality yep. or something. Yep. yep. All right. Next, we got uh, the. United Airlines, they're being accused in a new lawsuit of staffing athletic team charter flights with flight attendants who are, let's say, young, white females, predominantly blonde hair and blue eyes. No. no, no. I, I know. It's shocking. That's that. <gasps> Gasp. Now, uh, the, the lawsuit is started by, by two two women, a, a, a black woman and a Jewish woman over the age of 39. They, they claim. Jewish? Yeah. Wow. It wasn't your girl uh, <laughs> from <laughs> Dolezal, too. That's right. No, she from, both uh, of them. She both of them. She yeah. black. <laughs> uh, she black and Jewish. I see what you did there. She like bluish. Yeah, she might yeah. have split her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. But the, the lawsuit claims that that, um, that the they have the option to, to have the open flight attendants where it's a lot of more diversity in there, or they have the, uh, let me look, the dedicated crews. Which with United Airlines actually says, you know, they prefer that way, you know, they can tailor to those particular sports teams. Yeah. And um, those those crews are predominantly white women. 
Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised, shocked, or appalled. So I got a friend. Well, you, you know, my friend. Yeah, yeah that that does uh, chartered flights uh, for Delta, and and yeah, some teams do have specific crews. Like they they have their crews. You know the team. You have a relationship with the team. You know their accommodations. You know their families. Um, so I get it. Um, but as far as the the ethnicity and the the, the look, the aesthetic, I, I don't I don't get. I don't understand. That. Oh, I get it. I, I mean, think you would want to keep those boys out of trouble by not sure. giving them the yes. candy. Yes. <laughs> Give them some vegetables. Yes. <laughs> but they're gonna, <laughs> but they're gonna find the candy one way or another. You, Take you, them into their hotel room and ruin the bubble. Yes, I was just about the to Seattle say guy. Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's like they're gonna mess up a contract, especially when they barely are on the team. Three. Ted Cruz in the news again, people. Ted Cruz. Uh, Ted Cruz says um, he's calling the Department of Justice to investigate Netflix for airing Cuties. Now, Cuties is a French film that's been getting a lot of backlash for its uh, controversial uh, depiction of young girls. Now, the film is supposed to be like an 11-year-old's coming-of-age story, but Ted Cruz says that this the dancing on this film is suggest- suggestive, it's disgusting, okay. and it's child part pornography. I haven't seen it. I, from what I have on the video in the shade room. Well, this movie Cuties, it, it sexualizes 11-year-old girls, has them dancing like strippers, has them in very suggestive sexual roles. Oh, yeah? And, and, and it's it's frankly disgusting. Uh, kids ought to be it preserved is, is. and, and we ought to protect the them. And, 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 you know, Netflix is an incredibly proper, uh, profitable U.S. company. Barack Obama makes a ton of money from Netflix. And- you did not have to insert. You got to put Obama in there. It's Obama's fault. <laughs> he got to be tied to anything fucked up. That makes his position more powerful. It's also interesting in the time of Epstein, hmm. when so many of them are... You know. So look, only thing I'll Scattered say to this is I, I I haven't seen it, right? I don't really yeah, know I don't really know what cuties is all about. But what I'd say is that sexuality in France or other countries is different than it is here, right? And I think, you know, folks view folks dancing sexually different. And I'd also venture to say that there was a time in the US culture where women were getting married at eleven, twelve, thirteen, and fourteen. Doesn't make it okay now because times have changed, but let's get off our high horse sometimes. Sometimes like we wanna um we wanna be the moral guide for the world, but unfortunately, folks like Cruz and the other Republicans have elected Trump. So I think our moral high ground is built on sinking sand. From that clip I just seen, it didn't look that bad i mean have you seen the routines that some of these young girls do like in the like the gymnastics you know when they're um doing their like their dance routine uh um, i have not before they you know the ones that you know they on the mat you know before they all forgot what they the floor exercise yeah, yeah yeah when they doing the flips no like, don't do that don't are, do that that's all the olympics don't get that uh, yeah man, i'm just saying like no i'm just saying they they have little routines where they doing oh. their little you know they little dancing and they you know kind of support america no yeah. no so and, it's like and, and and your girl uh uh <laughs> she won the gold medal I, I forgot her name. Gabby? No, no. Gabby Simone, Douglas too. Simone, Simone. Bi- Simone Biles. Simone. She's not 
Yeah, I mean, she's 11, 11 she's though. But I, I, I've seen the little, that, you know, the yeah. little kid. You know what I'm saying? Like they had a little routine where it's like not, you know, too bad. Like that that little clip I just seen from minutes ago didn't look that bad. I mean, I think he kind of going a little over. But like I said, I hadn't seen the whole show. Of course, so well, he has to go so overboard. It looked like he kind of going overboard. Part of a little, their a little bit. Part of their platform is they're morally righteous, right? Well, that and show so, used to come on MTV, Dance Moms. They had them girls doing these competitions, doing the yeah. They, I mean, they have them dancing a little, you know. You used to watch? Yeah. No, I'm not. Didn't, but I just you re- I remember oh. the show. I just remember the show. So I, I think about it like the pageant <laughs> yeah. kids, right? All the pageant kids over the years who who are out there, they're showing their wares and they're trying to be sexualized. It's just a culture. The culture exists in the U.S. I don't think we can really uh, cast the first stone at, at this French property. All right. Um, okay. <laughs> so. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. We got something? I have thoughts only because I feel like, especially in our community, because there are a number of African-American uh, girls on this uh, series, mm, there are. We have to be very careful about how we protect Black women and mm. young Black girls. Yep. And we know who is patronizing these particular arts. <laughs> yeah, I think and I, I feel like I don't know. I just think we have to be careful. I, I don't really so, care about Ted Cruz, but I do yeah. care about. Um, I, I want to have control of my body, of course, and my sexuality. I don't have daughters. I have sons, but. I'm just very cognizant of the little girls that don't belong to me, but do belong to me because of the village mentality. And I don't want them being put in a position where they might be taken advantage of because they, they might not be able to protect themselves. And we so talk about uh, over-sexualization of, yeah. you know, uh, young black girls. I mean, like from a very early age. So I, I agree. We do like, you know, I agree with the platform for sure. And what you're saying, but I guess my question is, is, cuties the hill to die on or are there so many other things that we can really talk about that are maladies in our world um in our own american community um that could be a place where we could stick a pin and actually do something definitely but we have to be careful about the things in the media that are meant to desensitize us yeah sure agreed two all right uh, that was two that was, that was three. Oh, my bad oh so the did, this is too. Did uh, Breonna Taylor get justice? That's the question I want to pose. No, no. Because uh, Louisville officials agreed to pay her family $12 million in institute reforms aimed at preventing um, future deaths by officers. Um, now, they they are saying that this agreement that was reached um, is, was faster than, than other uh, police shooting cases and civil suits like, like Eric, Eric Gardner. But at the same time, this just doesn't feel like justice. Y'all thoughts? It's an admission of guilt. Uh, yep. It's an admission of guilt But again as we've talked At nauseam and we'll continue to by the way uh, Until justice is served um, There are protections In play for them I, I really don't think that they're going to get charged Even after the grand no, jury That's what so this look, is just because, Not just because of qualified immunity But you know the castle doctrine As, I, as I've mentioned on here several times They're protected you know Yeah so I, I, I agree with your position On the castle doctrine I mean you've you heard it from me first. I don't think they're going to get convict, convicted of murder. I think there are some uh, things that they've done from a process perspective that we can prosecute, like how they got the warrant, 
But the fact that they had the warrant, they were shot at and they shot back. You know, I feel like the murder itself, this may be the best justice that we can get is uh, some compensation for the family and a commitment to change the laws. Because I think it's the laws that really, in this instance, are protecting the folks. And I don't think it's protecting them, but I think it's it's um, they were operating inside of a construct that was designed to oppress folks that are in that situation. And unfortunately, they got the wrong person. Do you trust the commitment? No. I don't trust I don't trust any of the commitments. No, I feel I, like I, of course. They want to paint on the, the streets and spray paint the end zone and do all of these other, you know, let's sing, lift every voice and sing. But yeah. like, I don't mm-hmm. see real change happening. And I feel like we're just going to get lulled into submission. again. <laughs> so, look, Rodney King got a settlement. That was in the early 90s. So settlements and commitments don't save the day. I mean, good for the family. I mean, that's not going to bring her back, obviously. Nope. To me, it's $12 million in hush money. Like, all right, here you go. Leave us alone now. Um, You know, take this. You know, hope this can do it for you guys. Um, Can you not, you know, pressure us anymore, please? Like, that's that's what it feels like to me. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. It has nothing to do with the criminal case, though. So that's, that's, you know, still potentially... Yeah, it's a start, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's it's better than nothing. It's Uh, yeah. So, so to answer your original question, though, but yeah, is it justice? Yeah, is it justice for the murder? (laughs) Yeah, no. But um, I'm I'm proud and happy that it's a step in the right direction. One. And finally, um, two-time Olympian gold medalist Castor uh, Semenya. Lost on appeal. <laughs> Sorry, who, who, who was, was that? that? Suffering succotash. Who was that? Seminia. Ah. Uh, oh, huh? yes, it's Seminia. Oh, okay. lost an appeal against <laughs> regulations that limited female runners' naturally high testosterone levels earlier this week. Um, it's diminishing her chances to defend her 800 meter title in the Tokyo Olympic Games next year. Now, I wanted to kind of read a, a tweet that um, Alistair um, Pine said in a. Um, Kind of sums up how I feel who, about who? it. <laughs> Alistair Mc, McAl- <laughs> McPine, whatever. I don't. Alistair, okay, fine. Wait, I've been drinking. Wow. So we might we to put T on the first first next week. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you can do it. No, no. Just, okay. Oh, I can do it. Yeah, go ahead. but it won't have as organic of a fun oh, feel as when you do it. Okay. I'm too well, serious. Here's, here's the here. That's true. Here's yeah. the tweet. Uh, <laughs> a bunch of mostly white men decided that a black non transgender woman who naturally produces more testosterone than her competitors can no longer run unless she takes drugs to alter her body. It's vile, it's racist, it sickens me. Gentlemen, lady, your thoughts on this? Um, (laughs) You know, I'm not the police, the gender police, right? Uh, And so I want to start my comment by saying that. You know, I was raised, like I said earlier in the show, by parents that are much older. My parents are 80 years old. And so I'm going to go out on a limb and say that um, uh, women who are born men uh, cannot compete fairly on a platform with women who are born women. She wasn't born a man, though. She wasn't? Mm-mm. 
But she does have man levels of testosterone. She just produces just more the, yeah, testosterone. I got another tweet here that I actually agree with. Um, it's uh, by Andrea Pino Silva. And uh, she says, uh, the policing of Castor Semenya's body is rooted in anti-blackness as much as it's rooted in homophobia and transphobia. She is too black and too fast. Castor will be forced to alter her body to make slower white women more comfortable. Well, wow. I agree with that a thousand percent. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, because that's not her fault. I feel a way about this because I'm a 5'11 black woman. <laughs> I got broad shoulders, big booty, no boobs, kind of a deep voice. Two bee stings? My <laughs> testosterone <laughs> levels are probably high, but nature chose that, not me. Yeah, right. And if her craft is her craft, you know, let her do her thing and let everybody else step up to the plate. Thanks. They're going to do it anyways. Steroids, premium training, whatever they need to. What's, what's the girl? The tennis girl? Serena? No, no, not Serena. The uh, the white girl. Oh, uh, Sharapova. Sharapova. Yeah. Sharapova. For example, mm-hmm. Sharapova taking those enhancing drugs to yep. compete with yep. Serena mm. still could never hold a candle to her, but got paid and <laughs> got paid big money for years Ooh, and cool. years and years. Yeah. Uh, and we can translate that to a lot of sports where you see, you know, the Mark McGuire's of the world and mm-hmm. um, those folks doing drugs to to get that advantage. If you have a natural advantage, you know, I'm going to retract my previous statement and say, if you have a natural advantage, you should play on it. And that was first things first. Thank you, Jared Dam. All right. We here at the Vexed Intellects love the ladies and to show our appreciation for the ladies, we have a segment entitled You Glow Girl, where we highlight incredible feats performed by women. Uh, I'm going, I am not going first this time. What? Uh, said layup. <laughs> Go ahead, Jared Dan. Actually, actually oh. no. Oh, you I, switched? No, I, I am going. a great one this week. That's a great one. It is a great one. All right. I'm, I'll go first. Thanks, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be, I'll be trying to let y'all shine a little bit. You know what I'm saying? That's why. I call you son because you shine like one. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> That's right. Not right. S-O-N, huh? <laughs> no. Please, please go. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you. My, my selection for you, Glow Girl, is Miracle Holloway. All right. Now, Miracle is a former contestant on The Voice. Um, I think she was in. Season 17. No, I didn't watch it. I'm just reading right here because I know you're wow. going to ask. I didn't nope. say I didn't nope. even. I, I, just, remember, I, didn't I just remember wow. last time I mentioned something about the voice on here. I, I got clown. Just, I'm just saying. I hate that I make you feel that way, brother. It's all right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to com- work on me. I'm comfortable in my own skin. <laughs> so clown away. But his know? podcasting glasses kind of reverberate and reflect mm. that shade. Mm. Mm. Let's, let's see what you did there. Shade mm-hmm. blockers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Almost known as blue blockers. <laughs> those commercials were true. No, those were the best. Because I can't remember that at all. My Never name mind. is Geek. I put them on as a shocker. Man, I love these blue blockers. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know every bad rap. Wow. All I'm saying is <laughs> everything they do to gotta block wow. out the sun. Oh, oh yeah, I gotta get me but some. Then you, like the thing you gotta remember mm, though is I that blue blockers some. sold eight million dollars of shades in the '80s. That's like eighty to one hundred and eighty million dollars today. 
Brilliant idea. What they got? What they got to do with you memorizing I'm, the rap? I'm though. just about to say I'm scared. Y'all know say y'all know say no to drugs. You know a lot of these things. Okay, McGriff so, the crime drug. We're so, not gonna compare that to Blue Block. Yeah, right. so I'm just Mir- saying Miracle- they all are pervasive in that time frame. So Miracle Holloway uh, was on the Voice, right? She's on Psycho 17. Now, which may, what, while I'm giving her a shout out is because she actually, and I know I gave a kidney story like a couple of weeks ago, yep. but she gave a kidney to her boyfriend. What? Yeah. Mm. And, they weren't know, even engaged? They weren't even engaged. Wow. And, and for me, I, this this rings the core for me because I don't know if I got that type of love for somebody to give <laughs> them a kidney. Um, maybe. But I would, I would, I would have to be like, nah, I ain't got it. So I just want to shout out Miracle Holloway. So Miracle <laughs> Holloway, you glow, girl. You glow, girl. You glow, girl. You glow, girl. All right, so I'm gonna go next. I've got a glow girl and a second runner-up. So my first glow girl is actually for four women, four black women. Uh, they have. They have, have recently launched a female-owned glamping site uh, in uh, Kentucky. It's called Camp Bespoke. And my glow girls are Dr. Angelina Strickland, Latasha Reed, Misty Smith, and Nicole Brasington. Uh, they have broken ground on a $3 million glamping site uh, for us, by us, for all by us, I think I would say. Uh, and I think uh, I plan to uh, take some groups and go support because um, not that the idea is a one of a kind thing, but I like to see us in spaces that don't traditionally look like us. And this is an example of us pushing the envelope on things that folks on the majority don't think they were interested in, even though we have a groundswell of support in these areas. So ladies um, of Camp Biscoat, Bespoke, you glow girl. Okay. You go, girl. All right, I'm going to go because I'm pretty sure I'm going to butcher this name. Wow. <laughs> um, I want to say it's Evisha uh, Luxury Hookah. Um, the hookah's pie, No. <laughs> no. Seavis? Kind of. Well, kind of. But Evisha Luxury Hookah is the first African-American woman on a hookah brand uh, launched in January um, by two uh, young black entrepreneurs. Um, Let's see. And the women, they launched it um, as a mobile uh, hookah service. And um, they have everything you need, uh, including hookahs, disposable tips, flavors. Um, (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Pause. Pause, please. Uh, is that appropriate in the era of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> we don't eat, no. <laughs> um, oh. But if, you know, they say if you're seeking to add a luxury touch to your next event while receiving a top level service, uh, they go above and beyond. They come to you. Uh, so shout out to Evisha Luxury Hookah. Where they, where uh, they located? They're located in the DMV, actually. And people right. who know the DMV, that's uh, Washington metropolitan area, uh, Maryland, Virginia. Okay. Know. So, Look at you uh, pulling one out of the cut. Yeah, okay, cool. Shout you out. glow girls. You glow girls. All right. <laughs> Not to uh, detract from all of the great work we're doing <laughs> in the uh, space of hookahs. <laughs> Slow week, man. I'm going to uh, 
nominate my second League Glow Girl. Uh, City Group uh, made history Thursday by naming uh, Jane Fraser as its next CEO. Uh, she'll be the first uh, woman to lead a major U.S. bank. Uh, she's currently in charge of City's uh, Consumer Bank and is set to take over in February for Michael Corbat, who plans to retire after 37 years at the bank. So, Jane Fraser, you glow, girl. You glow, girl. <laughs> I wonder if they have a, a, a hookah line that you can purchase online where we can uh, get one shipped to the crib. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We are having too much fun. <laughs> in our own life uh, <laughs> with the hookahs. But are they the first? <laughs> I don't think so. Man, I said, yeah, they, I said that. Why, I have a question, oh, right? Oh, shit. So how did you find out about this? <laughs> hey, man. And why did you think <laughs> you glow girl? I have no idea. <laughs> you, you said it was it. a slow week. It was either that or I wasn't going to have one. Put it like that. <laughs> I put some in the grid, bro. Uh, I put some backups. I got several backups. Yeah, you could have took Jane. Uh, well, well, well ha- hashtag support black yeah. business. There we go. Yeah, that's one, true. One, there we we, hey, we need to talk about the three weeks ago. And in Teal's defense, when y'all put something in the thread, we think y'all call dibs. So we think I we all, you, we all have disqualified. No, when I say glow two, it's up for grabs. Oh, so see, well, normally when you put stuff, you would say, Oh, glow, okay, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do a deep dive of our process. <laughs> yeah, of our process. <laughs> we're not gonna do we're it. Gonna put our support black business. It's terrible. It's true. Oh, yeah, black man. Business. But if I'm ever in the DMV area and I'm they hosting are the a first African American woman owned hookah brand, there you go. In DMV. They are the first in DMV. Yeah, okay. So, so I'm sorry, I was gonna do what I do and ask more about the hookahs. My apologies. That's hey, uh. I'm I'm gonna go next. I'm disappointed in you guys. Thank you. Get us out of there. (laughs) Please, please 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 get me out of there. I really want you guys to meet some some you glow girls like locally that you actually know, so you don't have to go. We normally do. I I normally have a local, (laughs) but I will shout out um, a a local you glow girl, a really good friend of mine, Nikki Porcher, who is the. Uh, founder, CEO, extraordinaire for Buy From a Black Woman. Um, she does amazing program programming, um, grants, and work with small black women-owned businesses, not nice. just here in the Atlanta metropolitan area, but nationally. Um, annually, she goes on a speaking tour where she goes to um, you know locales all across the nation to preach the gospel of uh, supporting Black-owned women businesses, which I think is very imperative right now um, as our community is looking to be for us, by us, and build wealth internally. So shout out to Nikki P. here in the Atlanta area. Donate, um, get involved, and help her um, grow more businesses for Black women. Cool. That's our You Glow Girl. That's what I'm talking about. I actually, shout she out, actually, Nikki. She actually helped one of my friends <laughs> in the DMV area. So, yeah. I just tea. I love her. I love her tea, and the, and she's a wrestling fan too. So, <laughs> oh, look at Jared's big smile. <laughs> you knew something. All right, so we got one I, more. Got one more. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's you're about to go. To oh no, no. I thought that was cut. I, I thought that was it, but I forgot you hadn't went. Cut. <laughs> then he tried to shade you after the hookah. I, yeah. <laughs> no, I th- look, man, I'm trying to get out of here. Y'all, kidding. yeah, 
Let's get out of there. Trying to get out of glow. Good, my bad, cuz. <laughs> um, all right. Well, <laughs> this week uh, I want to nominate uh, Naomi Osaka. Not all just right. for winning the U.S. Open, uh, but um, every match, man, she wore uh, a mask with the names of someone that had, you know, an un- unarmed black person uh, killed at the hands of, of police or, you know, also a mod Arbery. So um, I just want to play a quick clip uh, from her post uh, match interview. You said from the beginning you had seven matches, seven masks, seven names. What was the message you wanted to send, Naomi? Um, well, what was the message that you got? was more the question. I feel like the talk point is to queen. make people start talking. What were you most gratified about the awareness that you raised? Um, I mean, for me, I've, I've been inside of the bubble, so I'm not really sure what's really going on in the outside world. All I can tell is what's going on on social media. And for me, I feel like, you know, the more retweets it gets, or that's so lame, but, you know, the more people talk about it. Mm. Simple and plain. Straight yeah. like that. And, uh, also, the tweet, man, uh, this guy, Shane J. Bernard, said, it's the way Naomi Osaka is giving me everything Tiger Woods wouldn't. <laughs> wow. She's constantly reminding you all that the B in Blasian stands for black. Uh, mm. And I love it, man. He posted it with these pics here. And not Cabo oh, Nation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a question about that. Yeah. What's up with the... Uh, Him? Yeah. Who? <laughs> The boy, the boyfriend. Oh, he's one of the nicest young lyricists in the game, man. And he's very conscious, very woke. But why the fuck you? Eh, Why not? Why not? Fuck him. There's a lot of nuts. Fuck him. There's a lot of nuts. Fuck him. Well, fuck him is how we got here. Expound. It's you, little girl. We can, you want to, you want a deep dive? Yeah. All right, cool. I'm done. So, you know, so this is the thing. I think that uh, the fuck him by the boyfriend uh, is not on message in any way. It is not aligned um, with what she said. She said, I'm trying to get voices. I'm trying to get people behind the message. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, when you say fuck you to the camera, Mm -hmm. uh, often your message isn't heard because they then can pivot the conversation to a gesture they didn't like hear her message made. anyway though they was wait, fuck wait. you because people were responding to her wearing the mask and that's an interpretation that's girl. no he said that oh that's okay right but what i'm saying is is that but fuck you turns off the folks in the middle we're not trying to reach the people who are Why way on the other side have to this we don't like a little bit of respectability politics yeah, it could be fuck and them. i i feel like this is kind of like when Richard Sherman um, went off on Crabtree, yeah. <laughs> went to the you know the, the after game conference and was like, "I am that nigga," but had like the data to back it up. Sure. I feel like we as black people sometimes are held to this standard, like we got to come in and be humble bumble when things happen, but everyone else does not. So I feel like allow us to say "fuck you." Yeah. So. I don't disagree. Mm-hmm. I think fuck you is okay. Mm-hmm. But I also think sometimes the delivery of the message mm-hmm. determines how it's received. 
That's it. Does that apply to others as well? Just not us I as mean, black people? It's it applies to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like so, um, you know, there are white people that go out and say, fuck you and fuck I can't think of the Brock Lesnar, for example. Uh in UFC, you know, he wins UFC fights and he goes out and he curses and he says, fuck you to people. And for me, it turns me off from anything, any of his victories. It's like, okay, so fuck Brock Lesnar because he's a redneck up here representing redneckerdom, right? And so as who I am, I look at that and I say, hmm, I can't support that. And so what I think about do what you want to do. But what I think about in my mind is who are the folks on the other side that say I was with it until this, that we need as allies and respectability politics, I think is one thing. I don't think it's about him being respectable. I think it's about taking the attention off of the actual message. Uh, And nobody's reading his tweets that, I feel like need to hear the message. Not That's his it. tweets, the tweets that were directed at her for wearing the mask. He, that was his girl. And right. He didn't do it on TV. That was a, a picture after the fact on TV. He got in the picture. He, you know, he, he respectability. Did we it, see that? Yeah, you Did, saw the, the the footage of it. What, I think we can hold space for both. We, we, we can, can hold space for people who uh, their presentation more closely aligns with what we would consider to be. Um, on message yes on brand or on message and also hold space for people who are like you know what i, I think it's space for that if you're okay. turned off by a middle finger no and i'm not i'm not if turned you're not off gonna be an ally because look, of middle finger <laughs> fuck you well <laughs> like everybody else fuck all i of mean them. the thing is is that we can say fuck you like everybody else but will it help us get towards the goal or the intent i guess we'll find out Add Indeed. a beloved on the end next time. Yeah, Maybe that'll go. soften the blow. <laughs> Fuck you, beloved. Fuck you, beloved. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What do, you know. Shout out, Jan Levan. Yeah. Right. No more of that. For me. Uh, For me. Like you no, said, it's, yeah. I get it. And no, I, I'm just, that. I'm talking about folks who have this reach. Because you're still going to hear shit. You, you're still going to hear it. I mean, you, it's not going to perfect the response by tampering or measuring uh, ourselves. We know that. We've been measured for years. Um, Forever. But I, but I feel like I feel like I don't want to detract from the moment and the power of what she did by a fuck you. That's it. I think that adds to it. I think that encourages it. It's, it's the attitude. It's who we are. You know what I'm saying? It's hip hop. It's it's hip hop. It's culture. And it's culture. Yeah. However, does it really forward the cause? And I don't want to talk anymore about it. I just want to leave on that note. Who does says it- that the goal was to <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Naomi Osaka said the goal was to forward the cause, and she in did her, her response. Part in that. And he said, right, but you don't want him she to. She won't do it, right? Yeah. But for y'all my, that my, had something to say about my lady wearing the masks, right? But my point is, if she's there on message trying to present something, and then he comes in and presents the antithesis of that to the eyes that are watching, not for me. In I'm not an bothered Instagram by him. Photo. Doesn't matter. Instagram is just like the news. 
How many folks get their actual news from the well, media, social well, media? Yeah, fuck well, well, what I what I what I would like to do, and I'm just and I'm just I, I, posing the question no, to the I, to I our listeners. You, I get you. What I would like us. to do is further either on the side of right and treating people I would, with decency I, and respect and humanity, or you're not. I would like to further the conversation on. Deter you didn't get the fuck out. I like to further the conversation on Beloved. social media. Let's <laughs> 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 further the conversation on social media. Hey, so out we can post it on our on our socials and then ask the ask the questions. Yeah, does it take away? All right, cool. Let's do it. All right. Also, yes. That's my soundbite. Uh, there for we everything. go. Mm. I, I like it. I'm on board. I'm on board. That might be, need to be a title of the episode. Mm. Mm. Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right. Um, also, shout out um, you, Glow Girl, to uh, Patty and Gladys, man. Oh, oh yeah. all right. Real quick. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah, man, that was a whole vibe. <laughs> on that midnight train to Georgia. Um, so I just wanted to shout them out, man, for singing, you know, yeah. throughout, <laughs> for yes. being gracious with each other, man. And, you know, it was just a, a beautiful moment, man. I'm it so was. glad so, that uh, Versus did that. Let me ask a question. Is Monica and Brandy our version of that? Like this generation's version of Gladys and Patty? Nah. Who, who would be this generation's version? I don't know, but if you notice that versus, that was a whole different vibe. Oh yeah, I know, yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm just yeah. asking, like, I don't know, man, who we got that really sings now, that and not just sings, but really speaks to the culture, and at a broad stroke. Uh, maybe like a Jennifer Hudson, Fantasia. Beyonce, Beyonce. Think who, no, who else we got? No, 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 no. You don't want to give Beyonce the credit? Not, not in that realm with. Yeah, because once Beyonce like, went trap, Beyonce, like I, I can't put her Patty, man, you talking? Hey, wait, whoa! You, you Beyonce might, has more cultural relevance say, than Patty and, and Gladys, Gladys and together. Patty ain't on Beyonce, Beyonce level. And I mean, Mariah. yeah, who? Mariah. Beyonce and Mariah. Mariah yeah. Carey. Yeah, they both have icon status. Yep. They both have hits. Yep. They both um, have their, you know, their personal hives. Yeah. Okay. Their followings. It's it's. Who's to say 10, 15, 20 years from now, they aren't. And oh, that's man. what I, okay, and that's okay. actually, that's what and that's I mean, really, we talking. That's really what I'm thinking about is the, the legacy yeah, yeah, yeah. that okay, is yeah. being created. Beyonce, and I got Beyonce, but I'm. like Aretha. Like that's, that's right. So I'm putting Beyonce on. I was just talking about. But Aretha is a slightly I'm above. I was just talking about the exactly. music. Yeah. I thought you, Aretha's, I was trying to keep I feel like Aretha, no disrespect to those ladies because they, they are. They're Absolutely, legends. they're legends. Yeah, but I but I, I always put Aretha. It's a little bit above them. Agree. So Both for of them. me, Both yeah, of them? yeah. yeah. So I agree for, with and that. So for me, Not, Beyonce was oh, a little yeah, bit above. subjective. But yeah, 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 So icon status. Yeah. yeah. So so Beyonce will be an icon status a little bit ahead of them. So we got to find somebody else. That's why I don't. Yeah, and I'm just and I and I just asked the question because we all really want to latch on to some people. Other than just Queen B. Now, Queen B is dope. You know, she's doing her thing, but I hope we get some folks that step up in the space Rihanna, underneath. Rihanna's oh, Rihanna, Rihanna has. Rihanna is yeah, iconic. I agree with yeah, that. In her own way. Yeah. Um, she's a probably, I would argue. She's probably on personally, level. she has a better she, catalog than Beyonce. Yeah. Mm. I would argue. Yeah. I would argue. I actually, I, I actually, would argue. I actually I would, would not be mad at that argument. I'm rolling. I actually would argue. Take away. You look at hits. Look, solo. I'm talking solo. I'm just solo. I'm not talking. I'm not talking live singing. Not Destiny's Child. I'm talking musical catalog. So let me ask you a question. Production value. 
I'm saying. Yeah. It's catalog. The end result. Take, take the Destiny I'm, I'm Child. So what, what you out. got? Take the Destiny Talk Child records out. Period. Production value. Period. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that is Ooh, a hallmark of some, our. Re- of our of our times, of our like we lose yep. a lot of like the Aretha Gladys Patty feeling for our artists because now they got so much technology behind absolutely. their sound. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Yeah, um, they've got social media. They've got all of these other things in the digital space that take away from the actual craft. Sure. It's kind of like sure. um, when Beyonce went up against old dude that played like twenty instruments, and people were like. Uh, this different, is a musician. Different conversation, mm-hmm. yeah. And then this is yeah, it's like a Prince versus. That's why I didn't Michael Jackson. I was trying to see where you were going with the comparison because I was thinking musically. <laughs> you don't want me to go you there. You know, it's it's a different ball game. <laughs> but you're talking iconic status. That's a whole yeah, different thing. But you're so, talking about like soul music. Like Beyonce don't do that. It don't like, have to be soul. Jennifer I know, look, Hudson, listen, Fantasia. And I just want to say this: those, those type of artists right, do so, that soul. So, like so, double tap. Oh, he's I'm not actually iconic. saying. Yeah, he's like, talking. Yeah, yeah he's I, talking. Yeah, status. And, I'm, and I'm not talking about the type of music. What I mean yeah, yeah, is okay. what it means to the culture. The culture. You know, yeah, definitely. In a time Beyonce. frame. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. So I get Beyonce's at the top of the totem yeah, pole the, because there's no one who has that pull on us as a society today. But I'm wondering who's the next tier. Like who we got? We got her. No, no, not no. yet. She's she working yet. on it though. She I like her. Not, not yet. Who? Who? Her. 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 Oh, like, nah. Not I yet. Like she building. Too, but she doesn't not, have. Nah. Not yet. She, she, got, yeah. she feels more neo soul. Yeah. Than okay. Like in yeah. her, in her so reach, and like the things that she's doing. Like I love the the little series that she was doing with like guitarists and coming yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. That appeals to a different target audience, like people who they're not looking for production value. They're looking for musically inclined mm. people. Sure. I'm not putting none of these young. I like right, her. I like, right, her. Right. I like Ari Lennox. I like Summer mm-hmm. Walk. I like all of them. I'm not. But not, we're not, not yet, I'm not no, doing that. No shade. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. you know what? And it's just a. It's just a question, yeah, right? Yeah. And so, that, let us know what you think on all social yeah. media platforms. There we go. Yeah. There what we, we go. got next? So somebody actually said, uh, <laughs> "White Soul Edition um, versus Michael McDonald versus Hall and Oates." Ooh. <laughs> Tough. That's some white soul Tough. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's some white soul. <laughs> I'm going to probably go Hall and Nose. I love my I'm going to go Hall and Hey, look, I'm going to go Hall and Nose too. Yeah. Yeah. But, I'm you know, it's it's a it's a lot of white boys out there. Oh, I wonder if they could get them for a versus and how it would do. I think they're they're choosing to only highlight black, black people. Yeah. yeah. Which I was just curious. I, I had yeah. a conversation with somebody today about uh, hypothetical SWV versus Escape. They somebody put SWV. that out there. Somebody put Absolutely. that there. Uh, uh, Escape said they would be open to doing TLC. Escape can't sing TLC like or SWV. I mean, it, no, 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 no disrespect. Escape got hits, but SWV. Come on, come yeah, on. That's a man. Yeah. And it, Escape didn't have, you know, they run wasn't as long. You know what I'm saying? They they little group issues and all of that. That kind of cut they they run Escape a little or short. SWV. Escape. Well, Escape, you know, your girl, she's been producing for years. Years, Candy. I'm talking about Escape. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to <laughs> put that out there. Real man of genius. Uh, man, I just wanted to shout out Travis Scott for yeah. uh, his McDonald's. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that branding for the first time. Yeah. Talk about a branding deal. That's, That's huge. That's that huge. is huge. People have been hating on it, though. 
Let them hate. I've seen some videos of uh, people rolling up at McDonald's and the workers are like. (laughs) I saw those videos. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Cactus Jackson. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's lit. People are rolling up to the uh, drive-thru window, you know. He's like, yo, can I take your order? And dudes is like, you know why? And it's like, all right, any, anything else? What do, you, what do you want to drink? Like, <laughs> <laughs> they like, man, y'all niggas. <laughs> yeah, but just, I just wanted to shout out uh, Travis, man. I thought yeah, that was that I think was it's huge. very dope. Uh, speaking of fast food, did you all see uh, Taco Bell is releasing their first ever signature wine? You stop it right now. I saw that article, but I tried to not read it. Jalapeno <laughs> Noir. <laughs> First of all, y'all get rid of the Mexican pizza, yeah, and, and which yeah, yeah. James, we, Jameson, we did not get any make, Mexican pizza. I still pizza. gotta make a Mexican But first pizza, of all, you right. get rid of the Mexican oh, pizza, wow. and second of all, you come with some jalapeno wine. Yeah, we said it was legally binding. That it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, we now I'm just fired right, up so. now. We gonna still do it. I'm just nah, saying. Nah, nah, nah. Don't do sleep on it. People are buying two dollar Trader Joe's and Whole Market. Uh, two buck chops, baby. That's true. There's some decent cheap wines out there. Hey, if if, some if, if Trader Joe's wine had a different label on it, facts, folks wouldn't hate. All right. So adversely to real men of genius, we got idiots uh, of the week. Uh, your boy, uh, former New York Jet uh, player Josh Bellamy, has been charged in connection to uh, an alleged $24 million, uh PPP loan scheme uh, to defraud a COVID-19 relief program. And... Uh, According to officials, he blew the money on Gucci, uh, casino <laughs> trips, and jewelry. Nigga shit, basically, in parentheses. So he was like the Arkansas dude from that we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also real uh, idiots. I, you know, look, I just want to say real quick. Yeah. I'm glad they're cracking down. Get some white folks, too, though. That's true. Plus one. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> All right, now I got another idiot of the week. Uh, so your boy Daniel House Jr., uh, speaking of fucking up the bubble, um, he, uh, Houston Rockets player oh, under investigation for uh, allegedly allowing a female COVID-19 testing official into his room. Uh, <laughs> so he done finessed. <laughs> Dumbass. Niggas can't. All right. <laughs> you in the Was bubble. Was it worth it? Right. I would like to know. Man. She had that WAP. Premium. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, freedom uh, goes this week to uh, Tina Jemison, man. Uh, so 29 years ago, uh, she was convicted for murder and she had uh, nothing to do with. Uh, today, she was fully exonerated uh, and the charges were dismissed after it was found that her prosecutor destroyed key evidence. Uh, he's now a judge on the Arkansas Supreme Court. And uh, his name is Robin Wynn. Uh, I'm going to have to Google him. But I did. I Googled him. I, okay. did, I didn't I didn't see anything as far as him being removed from office or anything. He won't be if he's a Supreme yeah, Court yeah, Justice. I was, State, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I was, but I was floored by that, the fact that nobody's even mentioned it or even protesting, like, hey, maybe he should. Yeah, I, that's that was horrible. Gotcha. That's disgusting. And, uh, happy that she's free now. So uh, shout out again, Tina Jemison, after 29 years of her life. Speaking of, her. did y'all hear about the um, the politician in like what was it, South Dakota, North Dakota, running somebody over? I did not hear about that. Yes, <laughs> yeah. said that they hit a deer and then they yeah. found the body. Like what, two days later? Yeah, or crazy. 
and uh, he was Republican, of course. Uh, of course. And and was like, oh, I thought it was a deer. Huh. And that's it. That's okay. it. He'll get probation. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good probation. He won't lose his, his seat, I'm sure. Crazy talk. Sheesh. All right. Uh, did you guys hear about what's happening on Venus? Nerd moment. I'm sorry. I, um, I, was, I saw it. Yeah. I definitely was going to bring that up. Yeah. Well, talk, talk about it, Teal. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just wanted you. To, yeah, I mean, they I didn't want to step I mean, on. They, no, he's about to. I don't want to step. He's, oh, okay. he's got it pulled. Right. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. hey, hey, what it is. Hey, appreciate it. Appreciate no, it. Here's what it is. <laughs> no, we, we. All right. So scientists revealed today that they have detected traces of gas, uh, of a gas, um, in the. Venusian atmosphere that according to everything they understand about Venus mm. shouldn't be there. Uh, they considered many explanations for what could be producing the gas known as phosphine uh, and settled on an explanation guided by what they know about our own planet on earth. Phosphine, a toxic gas is produced by microorganisms. Um, it's crazy. It as crazy as it may sound. Our most plausible explanation is life. Um, and that was Clara Sousa Silva, uh, a molecular molecular uh, astrophysicist at MIT. Shut up, shut up, Boston. Yeah. Cambridge. Uh, <laughs> and one of the authors Boston? of no, it's, it's, it's Cambridge. It's Cambridge, but still. Shout out, Ashcrack. No. Uh, <laughs> is he number two? It's hookah. Two? It's, it's hookah. It's hookah. On yeah. Venus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hookah. Yes. It's yes. atmospheric hookah. There we go. <laughs> Amen. All right. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was cool, man. I, I, we're not alone. Man. I don't care what nobody No, no, no. It's like alone. the thing is there's Life. too much evidence, right? Uh, the universe is so big. Yeah, man. So many planets. Uh, and it's interesting. It would be crazy to think that there was never life in our solar system. It, it makes sense when Venus is our sister planet. And um, yep. if, if that's, that's. I thought Venus and Mars were sister planets. Oh. Uh, Venus and her. Uh, so just kidding. I'm sorry. Go it, ahead. It, it makes it makes sense. So. It does. They ain't telling us everything. They out there. Of course not. <laughs> Why would they? They tried they, to tell us. Didn't they release the the they UFO? They did. We talked about that. <laughs> well, they they slowly yeah. And During they, COVID, we ain't they we ain't talking about that enough. We how are. NASA, how they finally giving it up with these NASA videos and all it is now. All of a sudden, mass distraction. Yeah. Yep. And we kind of brushing it to the side. I think we need we need to go back and you know. I know, man, but they hey now they giving it up. Look, Space Force we, is here for a reason. They done sent oh, two. Oh, so that's why he did it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, see, so we done went to Mars. Yeah, yeah. Can you mute number three, please? <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, thank you for muting that guy, man. Trump innovator. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I would like to nominate him for a Nobel Prize. Yeah. <laughs> this will be his third nomination. Third time's the charm. So we ain't going to talk about how they sent those two missions, you know, up to Mars. And now they talking about life on Venus. Where, to be where do I here. mail in my ballot for the Nobel Prize? <laughs> <laughs> Is that allowed? Only if you're on the committee. Yeah. Trying to the mail us. doesn't work, remember? We can't trust the mail. Yeah. And there's nobody black on the committee, by the way. <laughs> and we vote for everybody black. All right, uh, I'll go accept 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, cut. Trans Satanist anarchist. Wow. With her fuck the police slogan, wins the Republican nomination for county sheriff. <laughs> Trans Satanic Arcanist. Ar- Ar- anarchist. anarchist. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, after uh, running unopposed. So this is Aria DeMezzo, uh, won the GOP bid for herself of Cheshire County, New Hampshire. Uh, New Hampshire, if you're not familiar, their state. Um, Did she change after uh, free or die? Is <laughs> their, their state slogan? She changed her name after Game of Thrones. Uh, that's a great question. Here is here is she. Um, oh yeah, she look. How would she identify? As a she, anarchist. Her, hers. Yeah. Satanic. 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 Yeah. Uh, oh, it's not. Here <laughs> he was based in, in uh, Boston too, right? Uh, no, no there's a woman, and that's New Hampshire. Actually, thank, <laughs> thank you very, thank you very much. In our own backyard. It. Yeah, thank you. Yep. Um, she she'll win too. Yeah. That's how we, you know, propaganda. <laughs> Absolutely. Why she win? Propaganda wins the day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> how many black people live in Cheshire? Let's find out. <laughs> I think Shavar. Shavar used to live in Cheshire. I would be surprised <laughs> if it's one up there, to be honest. If you are, get out yeah. now. Get out. Right. Get a, evacuate. Get out. Yeah. I just hope, um, you know, with running on a slogan like fuck the police, that, you know, she has allies that, you know, that she doesn't alienate. Uh, all right. Uh, also, <laughs> this week, and what the fuck, uh, a mother who realized uh, she was gay at the same time as her husband came out as transgender. A transgender says that they're happier than ever as a lesbian couple. Wow. So, wow. <laughs> that is what the a fuck. mother of two uh, has revealed how she told her husband she was gay just moments after uh, her partner came out as transgender. Uh, so, Jenny Barrett, 37, tied the knot 15 years ago to a man called Sean, but uh, while they remain happily married and devoted to their children, uh, Morgan, 13, and Toby. 11, Toby. Bless their hearts. Uh, her husband is now transitioning uh, and identifies as a woman called wow. Sarah. Huh. <laughs> uh, the couple, both teachers from Phoenix, Arizona, made their admissions to each other on the same night with uh, Jenny yeah. revealing that uh, she was a lesbian. Just moments uh, after Sarah's <laughs> bombshell revelation that so, uh, she was transgender. I don't wow. know if this is a what the fuck. Yes, it is. No, man. So, yeah. There's, no. There's a picture of them they're married and that's, that's them now. So... He looks like he's on that team right there in the regular photo. Regular photo. Yeah. So. Wow. I'm actually. You know what? Yeah. I don't. I don't know wow. if this qualifies as what the fuck. What does it qualify? It qualifies plus, as plus. love yes. conquers all. There we go. Yeah. Good way to say it. Yeah, what, what it qualifies is <laughs> like the McDonald's and the yeah. McDonald's and Burger King kissing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> They was like, Let's gotcha. go nuggets. Let's it was go. like, it was like, gotcha. No, got you. Nuggets. Gotcha. No, <laughs> no. Guess but what? the thing is, <laughs> but this is the truth, though. She probably trolls him because he was feminine. Oh, he had the he had traits. Yeah, he had those Let's feminine go. traits. 
Are we talking about sports? Yes, we are. Yeah, we're oh, so look, 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 look. Yeah, we're going to do it on the show. Check it, check it. So Tall Paul's coming on next week to talk about sports. Hey, man, tell him. <laughs> yeah, he's coming in, in person, in person, okay. in person. Ooh, okay, in person. tell him. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I already did. Be ready. Tell him to drink only water. <laughs> it ain't what Here he drank. Oh, yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. We got to ask him about uh, that. Yeah, we we gotta put it on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um your boy Andrew Gillum. Uh is anyone speaking have, of transgender. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice segue, huh? Yeah, what a great segue. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> all right, so if you recall last time we heard uh from brother brother Gillum, uh he was uh, on the floor unconscious. Uh <laughs> sister. Sister Gillum. <laughs> wow. Uh-oh. Uh on that uh, on, on some <laughs> he might be Shem though. Yeah, on some see, of that, some of that see, girl. See, uh, see. I know, I know, because everybody knew I was right. I wanted to hit the button. Um, so he did an interview with Tamron Hall uh, this week. Let me play a quick clip. Shout out to Tamron. And to be very honest with you, when you didn't ask the question, um, you put it out there is whether or not I identify as gay, and the answer I is I don't identify as gay, but I do identify as bisexual. And that is something that I have never shared publicly before. And to be. Uh, Yeah. The the eyeshadow. No, it wasn't really eyeshadow, though. What was it? They put that on there. In a live interview? No, man, on the photos. Did you see the interview? No, I'm looking at I'm looking at him talking. Show me this. Show me. Show me the clip, bro. And to be very honest with you, when you didn't ask the question, um, put it out there. He might just have. Come on, He might just have red lips and eyes. Talk um, about a it. Whole tech did that. Talk about <laughs> it. Yes. Oh yeah. A whole tech was responsible. <laughs> so what do y'all think, man? Do y'all think uh, his his political career is essentially? Nope. No. I think this actually improves. It probably it improves. Helps. Yeah. I often say that what, what it we might not help him in yeah. Florida for like a gov- a gubernatorial race. But uh, there are some Senate, Congress places if that you run for mayor in Miami. If you had South Florida is like Atlanta; it's yeah. not really Florida. Yeah, and Atlanta is not North really Georgia. Cuba. There exactly. we go. I'm yeah. from Florida. I can say that. There we go. There we go. Um, Whoa, she's whoa, a what? She's a gator. Whoa, sports is next time. She's a gator. We don't want to fight here. Oh my goodness. Okay. Trying, trying to keep yeah. distance. Yeah. Look, they ain't even graduate. <laughs> what are they talking about? I actually don't know the answer to that. I'm just joking. Damn. I, I, <laughs> no. Hey, we all just see get how along. quick your niggas say, yeah, boy. Look at niggas. No, yeah, y'all graduated. Yeah. I was just joking. Classist. Damn. I'm, I'm number two, by the oh, way. Yeah, Jameson has yeah, been muted. muted. Did I get muted? Uh, no, Jameson got muted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I was just joking. Anyway, uh, Michelle Obama. They were singers. Hold on, I just want to go back to that. Dating dating they were advice. singers. They had a deal. Get up. You know, gives dating <laughs> advice. Uh, you can't tender your way into a long term relationship. And uh, don't don't un- don't unmute him. Uh, Jameson is, is yeah in the penalty box. Um, so <laughs> this young lady Zoe, uh, she's a blue check. She responded, and uh, I wanted to see what y'all thought about this. So you know, Michelle's giving dating advice here. You can't tender your way into a long term relationship. And the young lady Zoe says, with all due respect, 
to long married people. I don't take dating advice from anyone who hasn't ever dated in this economy. (laughs) (laughs) And by economy, I mean uh, that comprehensively. So social, uh, financial, political. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) All of it. So um, does she know Tinder uh, apps? Online dating is just a way of meeting different people, many of whom have completely different desires, which you can assess by asking uh, and going out with them. Question mark. Uh, sorry, we can't all meet our future partners at the law firm. <laughs> from which we Uh-oh. Work. Uh, what y'all, what y'all Troutman, about Troutman, that? Obama. Yeah. <laughs> and I, actually, I know a lot of people that got married off, off date. I, I, actually. Yeah. I actually oh, yeah? Talk, oh, talk yeah. to us. Wait, wait, wait. Uh-oh. Yeah. I met my husband on OKQ. Hey. hey. Wow. We are happily married. How, how many years? Uh, we've been married for almost five years. Nice. We got married okay. in Australia. We got a New South Wales marriage certificate. Hey. Wow. wow. Um, and we're doing the damn thing. And I feel like Michelle, you know, respect, respect <laughs> with a K, but that's not everybody's reality. So shout out to the blue check. Like, yeah. I, yeah. I don't work at a law firm. I'm, I don't have that pool. So I had to swim in another one. Hmm. Or is it? Jason that's swimming in the pool. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wop. Look, look. Wow. Oh, wow. Wop. Hey, look, sometimes Wop, Wop works out. Unlike so an inadvertent alley. Cardi B. I don't know how you grab that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. The Wop didn't work out. Cardi and uh, Cardi's filed for divorce, y'all. I wasn't going to bring it up. I was, Look, I'm just saying. She was like, I got the WAP and I got the ring. I ain't got to cook or I got to clean. But hey, only got you full so far. It's not fair don't, to blame don't, 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 the woman. Don't blame the I, look, I'm the, not. Look, look, this is question, sir. I guess. Toxic. Yep. So look, That's the I guess patriarchy. league leader. I, I'm going out on the limb. Oh yeah, you definitely right in the league with a little toxic masculinity famer. here. Let's go. And all I'm gonna say is that uh, WAP didn't keep him. It got him, but it didn't keep him. And I and I, you know, look. Did it get him? It's problematic. <laughs> I know. They had since the beginning, right? I don't think he was ever really got. Yes. I agree. But if you listen to Cardi B's lyrics. It's music. It's music. It's like okay. movies. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> or television. Like. You never had that? No. Get it. No, and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I feel the same way. Yeah. So look, hey, unpopular opinion. Wob didn't keep him. Never got him, really. Never got him, really. Popular, popular opinion is it never got him. So. I, and I think the only reason I'm really saying this, and, it, and, I, and I feel like I'm out on the limb, but I'm saying this because the message um, that she's presenting in her music is, you know, the only effort that she provided uh, for having a relationship and getting a ring is having that WAP, right? But if you look at the reality of the situation, maybe that's not all that is required to create a, a long-term lasting relationship. Really all I'm saying. I think she brings more to the table than yeah. WAP, definitely. She is a businesswoman, and she's doing the damn thing in, in her space. Agreed. I think as a black woman, I can say from experience that we don't always 
choose appropriately fix it later. when we pick our life partners. Okay, fair enough. And maybe the people that we're choosing, their music says that they want WAP, but that's not really what they really want. And you can actually make the argument. I mean, someone uh, adversely on the other side of the coin is like, well, that's why we sell WAP or put ourselves out there because that's what people, people want. try to get the ring and do it the right way and it doesn't work out. So you might as well get something it, so, out of the deal. But I think, I think, I think my. Just leave with a wet spot in your bed. Wow. I don't know anything about these things. I don't know about these things. Slide records in your bed. You know what I say? A brother of the cloth? Is that what we used to say? and say. You came up with that. So I'm a brother of the cloth, so I don't really know anything about that. But The cum rag. But. Wait, wait, wait! You got to put our business out on the streets. That's all I'm saying. You got to put our business on the streets. So, uh, I did not. I was not the inventor of Brother the Cloth. I'm just a member of the society. And I'm just Google Translate. Yeah. So, I say all that to say is that um, my visceral reaction is that yes, it's true. WAP doesn't get you everywhere. There's no formula for getting married and staying married and being happy. I think that it's um, choosing well, matching with the person that that fits for you, and effort. And maybe the mutual effort wasn't there, and it didn't work out. And I'm okay with that. Do you, Queen? Damn, they just bought that big ass crib too. It's yeah, nice. It's just money. It's really nice. It's just money. Jesus Christ, she'll get that. Oh yeah, she definitely get that. Yeah. Will she stay in Georgia? Well, you think she'll go back? She's still gonna get the crib. I don't care if she stays there. Sure, it's asset. Get but the crib. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Speaking of cribs, about that. But uh, her getting the crib. Ooh, we talked about it last <laughs> week. I was gonna say it's, that's a that's a, that's a nod to our. I'm gonna mute myself. I'm gonna mute. Don't even try to win. So look, I said it last week when we talked about um, Dr. Dre's wife. Uh, if the numbers make sense. You know, she was asking for, she was asking for 2 million a month, right? You know what she's asking for? So I think the number that I came up with based off of his social media net worth was 1.6 because we put 400 million of his wealth in an account, the interest 4%, which is what most financial advisors say. You can draw off of your money and never have to worry about going broke. 4% 4% and it'll give you increases. So if he puts half of his money in a, an account, 1.6 million a month is the number. She should get it for 10, 20 years. 2 million is a stretch, but you got to have some place to start with, um, from negotiation. And so to bring that to our current conversation, if Cardi B gets the house, who cares? Offset, save your money. <laughs> Women invest well, even in marriage. So you can get those returns. <laughs> tell, tell us about this. Tell us about your returns. We didn't talk about your real estate stuff. It's, it's a work in progress. But yeah, but it's some good stuff. Yeah, you, you got your first couple couple units. First yep. multifamily dwelling unit. Oh, that's, oh dope. Yeah. yeah. The, you know, they normally say keeping up with the Joneses, but I'm going to say keeping up with the Jacksons. Yeah, we're trying. We got uh, a steel seal in Macon, Georgia. Yep. Got a, a duplex for 17K. Um, putting 20 in. We'll net a G a month. 
Hey. All we need is a couple more and I can retire early and troll my friends who still have to wake up early. (laughs) (laughs) The trolling is the best part. Well, speaking of real estate uh, and cribs, uh, did you guys see that uh, Will Smith will be opening up the house from his iconic... uh, Bel Air B&B, huh? And it's going to be an Airbnb for just uh, $30 a night. Um, The stay will include uh, some memorable experiences like lacing up a fresh pair of Jordans for bedroom basketball, the Look at the full wardrobe and memorable outfits from the show and records and music from the show's very own DJ Jazzy Jeff. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I love seeing um, original on this. Yes. Yeah. I'm glad the that they... Yeah, 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 that was dope. Blackity black, black. Yes. Wish, you know, he could have brought her in with the entire cast, but baby that, steps, right? Baby yeah, steps, yeah. baby steps. That looked awkward, but... yeah. I get it. Yeah, baby steps, baby steps. So, man, I, I heard it's on. Well, this actually just for LA residents only right now. But I hope they, yeah. if I it, does, if it there. goes well, like I hope they yeah. open that I'm up. Thanks, you know, even if it's not $30 still when they do it, because I. Ooh. It is Spill Fest 99. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I started it, my bad. <laughs> I hope it's. Um, you know, I hope they continue to do it because that's something that I would definitely love to do. Like, I'm sure it probably won't be thirty dollars by, oh, by, no. by the oh, time no. it get no, you no. know to the general public. Three hundred thirty dollars yeah. by the time it get to us, but but I'll do it, man. Yeah, you it's know, worth um, it. I'll do it. Some people are probably gonna book it and then turn around and, and sell their. Um, mm, they're they gonna book it at thirty. Yeah, book it at thirty and be like, listen, I already got it locked in. You know, what I'm saying you could take my place. At it, you know, it's a yeah. limited experience. I mean, if you're smart business, you would, right? I guess you don't, they don't have to know you're not from right. LA. Right. Because the way Airbnb works, you know what I'm saying? You just get to how you enter, you know, into the yeah. building, you know, what key code or whatever. So how would they know? They'd be none the wiser. That's dope as hell, though. Yeah. So you could say, uh, yeah, you could sell it. I would, shit. Yeah. We know. All right. <laughs> you're the, queen, you're the king of flip, man. bro. King of flip. Businessman. All right. Um, so last week was uh, 9-11. Um, it was. Did you guys see that um, All Buildings Matter was I trending? Did. And, oh, and I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was as coming. It should've, as it should have came. Yeah, man. Uh, a lot of people... Especially on the other the other side of um, of things, we're uh, really pissed off by that. But uh, I think the point, you know, is um, to all of those idiots that that do all lives matter. You know, it, it was the point well taken. Matter of fact, let me play a, a clip. What originated the hashtag? Um, lives don't matter. That's not what they say. That's not the argument. They hit you with that slick shit. Like, well, all lives. Oops, my bad. Sorry. Lives don't matter. That's not what they say. That's not the argument. They hit you with that slick shit. Like, well, all lives matter. Really? Semantics? That would be like if your wife came up to you and was like, do you love me? And you were like, baby, I love everybody. What are you talking about? (laughs) I love all God's creatures. What are you saying? You're no different. <laughs> Why do black people always have to get over shit so quickly? 
Thanks, black lady. <laughs> right? Why, why, do we, why do we always got to get over shit? Every time we bring some shit up. Slavery. Oh, that was 400 years ago. Segregation. Oh, you, you guys got Black History Month out of it. Come on. We, we gave you February. Lives don't matter. That's not what they say. That's not the argument. Police shooting. That, that was two weeks. Come on. You still? Still? 9-11. Oh, never forget. <laughs> That's why this September I'm getting a T-shirt that says "All Buildings Matter." <laughs> so it trended. Uh, so look, this is the thing. This is the thing, off. though, is that sometimes if comedians are willing to push the envelope, they really can make a difference in the culture. Yeah. Right. And so, if folks don't really think about how they sound, that's how you sound. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. think about it. Yeah, he just put it, it was in a joke terrorist form. attack. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, to our community, yeah, I was about to say to the black the community, police are yeah, terrorists, terrorize black communities. Yeah. So, like, has anybody today here today had the police in their review mirror and they tightened up or tensed up their whole energy, their whole body changed? Yeah, yeah. like your whole like. I've been pulled. I think I told you about today, that on on yeah. a couple of hours ago. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, yeah. it's an ongoing thing for us that even though the, well, I don't want to say the construct of the police because the construct of the police was based off of uh, slave catchers. But what I'd say is, even though the current design of the police is protect and serve, it doesn't Allegedly. mean that. It doesn't mean that for us as black people. Yeah. And so, <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 not amazing to me. Because I feel like life is about experiences. And if your experience doesn't put you in a place where you have to understand, you won't understand. No. And so we're battling with experience, right? It's the experience of those that don't believe in Black Lives Matter, that believe that Blue Lives Matter, which is some made-up fucking construct. Great segue. So. (laughs) I know. Bishop uh, Talbert Swain. Um He's pretty popular uh, on Twitter, man. Like, he be going at him. You know what I'm saying? At the the right. But uh, he talks about that. So he says, there's no such thing as blue lives. And he put blue lives in all caps. Stop comparing your job with my life. Mm. Your career is a choice. My blackness isn't. Mm. Um, Something is wrong with America when white people can't see the hypocrisy in expressing outrage uh, and tweeting Blue Lives Matter over two cops being shot only 17 days after they applauded and raised over $1 million to defend a white supremacist wow. who murdered two Black Lives Matter protesters. So One which was a white guy. Yeah. So, uh, yes. The Clippers are losing. Ooh. I'm sorry. I can't hold it anymore. The Clippers yeah. are losing. <laughs> Fuck these but you, niggas. But, yeah. But you weren't really Fuck holding them. it in, though. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I he was doing a solid job, but we, yeah. we, we need these Clippers to lose. What are you doing a solid job? Why do, why do the Clippers need to lose, by the way? Well, the, the Lakers. Um, you know what time it is. I'm just saying, can you guys talk, talk, the, to, me. The talk Lakers, to me? The Lakers are in the Western Conference Finals. and uh, You don't want to play the Clippers? I, I don't. I, fuck the Clippers. It's a bad matchup? I don't. Yes. It's a bad matchup, but and how about... they've been walking around like they yeah. hot shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, fuck the Clippers. They up almost Ooh. 20 on that ass. Ooh. I mean, if, if you remember, if you remember in a, in a previous. Sorry, guys. Just, previous, I just some uh, real shit going on. I just want to apologize to all of our listeners. Podcast. I, I got them here. And Next say, week, we're going to talk about <laughs> <laughs> the playoffs and sports coming back to America. But yeah. And, and Tom anyway. Paul will join us. Should anyway. be a, should be a riveting Tell conversation. Drink water all day. X N B A and breathe. Some happy Negroes in the room right now. Dunking from the free throw line. I'm sorry, Paul. Stay focused. Um, yeah. yep. All right. So speaking of blue lives, um, so what he made mention to it at the end of that last tweet was um, the two uh, L A County sheriffs that were um, that were that were shot, and I, I believe they're both. Fighting for their life. No, no, none of one, not one of them has passed yet, uh, but they are critically injured uh, right now. And of course, uh, you know your boy Donnie uh, and, and all of the, you know, all of the the writer are saying that this is uh, Black Lives Matters fault. It's you know LeBron James's fault. <laughs> they mentioned him specifically. Even the right. L.A. County Sheriff actually asked him to to match the reward money. Um, right. Like- yeah. Bro, like what he got to do with it? All right. Why does this world seem like we're in the twilight zone? Because we are. Hey man, we really are. Is it because of the black lash from Obama? Yeah, yeah, it has a lot to do with it. It's like you know, a lot of this started with Bush, though. Of course, because of course he did. was so dumb <laughs> with the V on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and people would call him on it, and yeah, they they got real defensive, and then you know when you go from one side of the spectrum to the complete other extreme, like people were just real, real nasty. And, and I just think that even with your boy in office now that politics are changed forever. Yeah. Like forever. It will, it will forever be this, um, you going think? forward. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that we're, 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 there's, we're at the point of no return with, with, with partisan politics. I just don't foresee it. But weren't we always, not like this. Not like this. It's never been this. Not like it's this. never been outwardly this divisive. Yeah, and I'm cool yeah, with but, it. By the but, way, but, but, I'd but, like to know who my enemies are. I'd like to know who my ops are. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I hear that, right? I know it's like knowing who your enemies are is a good thing, but when I think about it from the result for the country, it's like where will we be as a society at the end of all this? Way worse. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That's all I can say to that. Yeah. Way worse. All right. But uh yeah, man. Uh so he so he the sheriff asked LeBron to help and um it's funny that uh you get that from the uh the LA County uh sheriff's office because Vanessa Bryant then tweeted out, you know, the uh article about eight deputies being accused of sharing images from um Kobe Bryant's uh, helicopter crash site. Yep. And uh, you yep. Know, she uh, re- reposted a tweet that said, uh, how can he talk about trust in the system? His sheriff's department couldn't be trusted to secure Kobe Bryant's helicopter crash scene. His deputies took and shared graphic photos of crash victims. Vanessa Bryant is, is, is suing them. You know, they took pictures of dead babies. <laughs> so you it's want crazy. trust. There's no way I would want to see that. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah. You want trust. Yeah. yeah. So look, people are people, right? And we talked about it last week. Everybody wants to be the first in the rabbit hole. Like no matter how quality the information is, no matter what the source is, no matter the veracity of the source, it's like 
clickbait. Everything we live in is the world of clickbait. First in the rabbit hole. I think it's a good word we say. Mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, look, she didn't have the mic, so I had to go. I got you. Uh, Jamel Hill also tweeted out 606 lawsuits uh, were filed against the L.A. police with 539 against the L.A. County Sheriff's Office. The county spent 81 million settling or litigating these lawsuits. Uh, what happened to these officers was awful, but it's funny how the police want everyone else to be held accountable. Except for them. Except, Except for them. Except for them. Um, hey, Jamel Hill is the truth, by the way. I love Jamel. Oh, yeah. Hey, she, she might be a glow next week. Yeah, I love Jamel. I love Jamel. Uh, and I like how she keep pressure on their necks, too, because they come at her every day. And she, yep. she keep that pressure on them. She... Keep talking her shit, and I love it. I got to check out her show. Anybody seen her show yet with a I champion on Vice? I've seen little clips. I, I haven't it yet. Got to support. She may be glow of the year. Like she we, might if be. We did, if we did Vex Awards. I mean, we're, we, we, we're fucking up. Yeah. Because she needs, she, Megan, needs, uh, she needs eyeballs. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. Oh, yeah. You give it to who? You give it to <laughs> <laughs> Megan V. Tory Lance, so yeah, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you stopped dating her like six months ago, bro. I, mean, I don't hey, still hey. love her, and I don't love her stand a black queen. Yeah. You know what? I gotta, I gotta pull some strings to get on the show. Yeah, you don't have to. I can, I can make a phone call. You want me to call hey, right now? What? No, no, I don't want you to call right now. Oh, we, we already over. I don't time. want you to. Don't yeah, we were low on time. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. We're like an hour and a half already. I got you. All right, uh, I'll do it. I, I hit up. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I cool. What's next? What's next? <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, everybody was uh, politicizing the L.A. County Sheriff's shooting, of course, uh, because it's assumed that that was a black person that did it. But um, actually, it was a white on white shooting uh, this week that we actually did not hear. So police what? officer actually killed. There's still such things. Uh, Statistically, the second most murdered people is white on white crime, right? Yeah. Hmm. Is it? I got it here. Yeah. Think about that. So um, and this was in uh, Phoenix. I believe. Uh, so, yeah, this is Officer Ryan Hendricks. Uh, he was shot and killed this week. His name didn't trend and no one referred to his killer as an animal because the man who murdered him was white. Uh, and this is Tariq Nasheed uh, tweeting this. He was like the, the phony Blue Lives Matter crowd ignored him. Uh, I believe Officer Ryan Hendricks life mattered. Um, so, yeah, this wow. is a picture of the, the officer and the man who killed him and a lot of people didn't even hear about this. They didn't I, even. I they didn't. didn't of course they it. didn't yeah. because it's not clickbait. Yeah. There was also a white man who killed a black officer recently. Mm. Um, that was in the last week. Yeah. I didn't hear a lot about that either. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I saw it because he actually had like warrants in Florida or something and had went um, across state lines, killed a black officer. And that was kind of like the end of the headline. But it was only on local news and it kind of popped up on Twitter, but of course. it's funny how the media picks and chooses. Oh, your, absolutely. To your credit. It's propaganda. Um, Jay, like what? Yep. What's going to be the clickbait item? Yep. And it's not going to trend if you say, Hey, this is what's happening in reality, but it will trend if you say, Hey, black lives matter, LeBron James, <laughs> you're responsible for the shooting of these two officers in LA. It's because they're playing games with us. And we don't see it. Especially because like five people own all of the media. <laughs> right. Goddamn Rupert Murdoch. Are they Jewish? Yep. Oh, wait. Oh. All right. 
Get out of there, I guess. Mm-mm. No, don't say that. Mm-mm. All right, folks, it's been uh, fun bringing you the Vexed Intellects uh, for the last year. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to be Somehow canceled. Our shit won't yeah, upload. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Glitch in the matrix. Yeah. Uh, Timestamp one thirty uh, thirty eight. So <laughs> go ahead and cut that out. <laughs> Just All right. Uh, so look, guys, that's a very good segue to uh, the last topic that I wanted to bring forth. Uh, it's really about hip hop and the influence of traditionally hip hop artists on politics. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about uh, a few artists who've come out, who've been out. Some of them have been out and some of them have come out lately and said some things around uh, political positions. And I want to kind of get you guys feedback and you guys thoughts on it. So the three artists, I don't want to have any uh, rabbits out of the, out of, out of the hat. Got Ice Cube, Ice T, and uh, what is all these rabbit references? What are, what rabbit hole, rabbit. What's yeah, going like, on? Do you like rabbits? You know, I did magic back in my old days. Jesus you know what? I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you listen to Vanilla Ice. You did rap. You know the Blue Blocker song by heart. <laughs> what hey, else, look, man? What's what's going on? Hey, look, bro? don't don't hate on me because I'm eclectic. Is that? <laughs> look, don't hate on me because I'm a man. Because I'm a man of the world. Oh, yeah? Like, don't hate on me because... Fine, vanilla, you know, I've been I've been on five continents. Take... Nigga, I've been on twice that. <laughs> twice that? Yeah. Twice that. There's yeah, ten, man. Ten continents? Yeah. Yeah, man. Even the one on Venus. Ah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> you must have been doing that for you guys as itself. So, you guys keep going, going please. Uh... Let me get your black card segment. <laughs> <laughs> right. Take your black card. Because mine would have been gone. I'm not here for a card. I'm here right. for uh, right. my identity. Uh, all right. But look, so here's a segment. So I want to really talk about the impact that <laughs> hip hop has had on our current state and politics. So over the last week or so, we've had a few folks come out and make statements. So first, I want to talk about Ice Cube. Ice Cube has discussed recently, he's gone on record to say some things about his social contract. And uh, he is quoted to say, hey, the end game here is to get a candidate to adopt his plan or a social contract plan because it's a need for the black America. His plan has been his plan has been stated to include reparations and address racial inequities within the black community, within banking and financial industries, criminal justice, the criminal justice system, policing education and Hollywood. And so, you know, in the media, we've had um, Joe Biden, we've had the Donald Trump campaign all reaching out uh, to understand and get to know what his plan is about. Conversely, we've had Ice-T come out. His recent comments have said, hey, no lives matter, but those of the wealthy and of those in power. He also says, honestly, it ain't just blacks. It's yellow, it's brown, it's red. It's anyone who ain't got cash. Poor whites they call trash. While we're busy fighting about race, religion, and other things, the joke's on us. The reality is no lives matter except those of the wealthy and the ones that are in power. And so, you know, I'll respond to that by saying that I think he's 100% correct. Uh, I think from a 
a basic brass sax perspective, his assessment is that we're all food. You know, we're getting fooled by the propaganda. It's like they're using these uh, hot button items like race, um, like um, equality, like the police, like the military, like the flag, and those things to separate us uh, as a way to position us against each other. And so my question really on, there's two questions. First question is on Ice-T's comments is, how do we get around the propaganda to really see the truth and really to unite as a people, not as a black people, but as a black, brown, red, yellow people? And why is it that those brown, red, and yellow folks don't really see what's going on in the world the same way that we do? What do you guys think? I think people have to look at critical race theory with a classism lens. Um, Like historically, if, if we take race out of the picture, when you look at the history of civilization for European nations, Asian nations, and so on and so forth, there was always this like caste system mm. where you had the elite minority of um, your individuals with money, of course. And then you had this majority of individuals who were in poverty. There was like this huge gap from a wealth standpoint between the very rich and everyone else, which is what we see today with, you know, people making a billion dollars in a day in the markets. <laughs> yep. Um, the thing that they did to maintain and grow their power was to turn the majority against one another um, through like very strategic practices, like what's happening today to say, we're not your enemy. Your enemies are within you. Mm. So to your point, fight one another act as a distraction for what we're doing, which is to increase our wealth and solidify our position. Yep. But the problem is for a lot of uh, brown people, specifically black people as well, because we don't have that classist lens for like race theory, we, and because we don't have the experience of having generational wealth, mm. we're not able to perceive that this is happening to us. We just so, see that these people that are, are really police in the same social and economic strata as us are our enemy, but we can't see the, the puppeteer mm. like pulling the string. So, so let me ask a Cast question by Isabel Wilkerson, by the way, great book. Yeah. Instant classic. For, agreed. <clears throat> yes. So question to that is, do they do the red, yellow and brown folks that are not black, not see the struggle because they haven't had to experience it in America? No, I don't think it's that. I think they have uh, recognized the power of wealth building Mm. and they have taken the frameworks of the wealthy and have applied it in a way that works for them. You look at uh, Asian Americans and how they've infiltrated a lot of African-American neighborhoods and they're making money hand over foot, you know, beauty supply stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Asian restaurants selling chicken wings and so on and so forth. Yep. They're taking the framework from those that are wealthy and they're applying it to a target market, which is us. Yeah, I agree yeah, with that. True. But let and me we, ask a question. We haven't though. done that conversely. But why not? I, I think I, I would assert mm-hmm. it's access to capital. 
the capital markets have not opened their coffers they to don't folks use, that look like us. They to don't use the capital markets. Sell to us. They, they who? Like we use like I'll use Asian Americans, for example. Or okay. even a lot of uh, so Africans, I'd like to go, people of African descent. Let me they ask, use their the capital within their communities. Yeah, use like the Susus yes. and all that stuff. But let me ask a question though. So I believe that there's a Middle Eastern culture mm-hmm. uh, that exists, Pakistan, Afghanistan, uh, not Middle Eastern, but India, and those folks that go and get capital. Um, when you go to your neighborhood gas station, for example, they don't always, they didn't start with capital. They came over here, they had collective, collective wealth, right? So they pooled their money. And they may have gotten their first gas station, but they didn't get from one gas station to 10,000 gas stations based off of that collective savings. Mm -hmm. And so my question is, they don't experience getting turned down for those concepts the way that we do. Like, I think we go about it the wrong way, though. Look at say more about that. So I see. Recently, there's been like a, a big influx of people who are doing like credit repair in our community. Mm. <laughs> and it's like, oh every my time God. I see someone come at me, let me help you increase your, your credit score. And I'm oh like, what do I care about a credit score if I'm looking to use what limited capital I have to build a business and then build business credit and leverage that? It's much easier for you to build an empire on business credit, which is what the wealthy do as opposed to trying to have a 800 credit score and thinking that's going to make so, a difference generationally. So I'm going to, I'm going to say something um, opposite to what you're saying. Okay. I agree that it's easier to build a business credit score, but it's easier to garner business credit by having personal credit. I think that the entry point capital and proof of income, proof of business income, which is what most other cultures are doing. Right. And they have relationships that make it easier to have access to capital because capital markets are not driven by the banks. They, they aren't, they aren't like often black people go out and get a small business loan. They'll get a local, federal, local, county, local city government grant. But we don't have pools of money. We don't know how to access or have the relationships to access those pools of money from investment bankers and folks who are out here investing in businesses. And and what I think is that's the distinction between the black community. And I think we've taken a departure from the folks that own gas stations and those kind of things, because I think those capital markets exist in the, the banking world. But what I'd say is we don't have relationships and I can use my own personal self as an example. We don't have relationships to go out and get $2 million. So in 2007, I had an idea, you know, the, uh, the draft concept was called the ad network. It was based off of um, promoting local regional businesses over an app infrastructure on this new idea called the iPhone, right? And I would, how I describe it is the, a predecessor to what 
Groupon was doing. And so at the time, I was 26, 27. I had owned a business for six, seven years, and I had a certain amount of uh, savings. But because I had never operated or worked in the world of capital and didn't know how to go out and get that capital, I had my money to build this business, but I didn't have access to $2 million to make it happen. Whereas Groupon. You should have hollered at me, bro. I got you. <laughs> I know. I know you had me then because that's when you had the deal. <laughs> so, but no, but, but for real though, it's like, I didn't know how to get from here to there, even myself. Right. And so, you know, I may have had a few hundred thousand dollars that I could have said, hey, let's throw this money at this. And I made the mistake in believing in someone who I thought had the technical know-how to build the infrastructure, but I didn't have enough wherewithal in that particular part of the market to say, okay, he outsourced. You know, and to outsource that, we would have needed a million, million and a half to build an in-house. I was like, okay, we could do this with three, $400,000. And so I wasted six-figure income trying to make it work. But there was a point where I was like, I didn't know what to do next to go beyond my own personal savings. And I think that's a distinction between what we did and the failure, um, one of the failures of my life and the success of a multi-billion dollar concept like Groupon is that $2 million of access that I didn't know how to go out and get. Well, I think that goes to what she was saying is, is to, is our people don't have a, a history of generational wealth. Um, okay. And so, and so you, you lack, you lacked a person to, to lean on, to, to give you that particular advice, to give you that, that to help you route, route through there to keep you from falling down rabbit holes. Gotcha, buddy. So, <laughs> so rabbit holes. So, but, so, but because of, but because of that, uh, <laughs> right. But because of that, um, you know, we as a people, we have we have a struggle um, with that, and I think and I think when you when you add to the, the other point where we're, we're talking about, um, I know we 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 veer towards gas stations and we went sure. away from it, but going back to that, when you had to collect the pool to pop by a gas station, um, you know, it goes back to a lot of what we said um, in previous episodes and what they said on Black as Fuck, uh, oh Black AF, that's what it's called, um, it's because of slavery, because it's that it's that it's that you know crab in a barrel mentality. So even are there people in my family that you know have ambition and have aspirations to do things? Absolutely, I know some talented people in my family. Would I partner with them? Not most of them, no, because they be on some fuck shit, and I know they be. But on are some they fuck on shit. fuck shit? Or yes. no, no, or they on fuck shit? Or right, I I get it. I got a lot of entrepreneur niggas in yeah, my family too. Yeah, talk right? about it. Yeah. <laughs> and and not to not to use that word derogatorily, but that's what it's meant. I, I know. <laughs> literally, literally. I know. <laughs> Don't take away from. <laughs> All right. So, like you said, use that word it, negatively, but I think to a positive end. I, what I'm saying is they're entrepreneur niggas because they don't know what they don't know, like. The world exists in a 
you know what you know and you know what you don't know. Like there's things that you can learn on your own and take things from what you don't know to what you do know. But there's a whole world in what you don't know that you can never learn, never access, never see from our position without building relationships outside of your current strata. And it's not something that uh, occurs organically inside the black community. Right. And I think, and I, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to say one more thing before you guys respond. And that one more thing is I think because inside the black community, we do have that crabs in a barrel perspective. And so what oh, happens yeah. is folks that make it, I'm going to use Diddy as an example. You know, they may have artists that they, that they put on, but they're going to get a less than contract and they're happy to get it because there's more than what they had, mm-hmm. but it doesn't necessarily teach them. It doesn't lift them as Diddy climbs. Diddy, for example, creates wealth on the backs of these folks and they get crumbs, but they don't really have a full sandwich to eat from. See, when I, when I, what I'm talking about is it's less about knowledge and it's more about mentality. And so for, so for me, yeah. Hey, wait, it, wait. So is knowledge and mentality separate? Yeah. Yeah. It is. So okay, do you so don't think for, for, you don't think that with more knowledge your mentality changes? Not necessarily. Well because here's here's the thing. No, hold on. Okay, go ahead. Here's the thing. So for me as a, a person who is who is a, a up and coming digital creator, I'm trying to create my you know, my imprint. And I know what I know, but I know there's a lot that I don't know. And I and I'm and I'm trying to get access to their information. I try to network with different people. I'm trying to 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 do courses and everything like that to that nature. And that and that's fine to to learn that and and, and struggle with that. But hold on, to, but to this point, the people who I am I am speaking about in the, in the, in the sense of like the family members, like for example, that I mentioned, they may that's even a train being around. Here's a train being around. The train <laughs> they being around through the back doors. They may not know what I know. They may know something a little differently, but as a, but their mentality as far as what they do and how they treat people, the what respect. Can you, can you say more about that? Yeah, well, what they yeah. do. Well, if if you if you, if you have a crab in a bucket mentality, for example, where even, but not where, their mentality, but what do they do? Can you, can you drill in on that? Yeah, I bit? mean, what so they will they will hustle people. Any chance they get, so. But do you think that they have a hustle mentality because of their knowledge base? Because all they know is that all they know to succeed in their strata is the hustle mentality. Not necessarily, because if they learn more, they would figure out different ways to hustle people. But the thing is, if you feel like learning won't make the difference between here and there. All you know to do is hustle. I get your point, but as you said, if they learn more, they'll figure out. They find a way to hustle more. Yeah. To hustle people Either more. They don't know. Don't show. <laughs> and don't grow. I think is the next line. I think it comes down to three things. Um, like no shade on hustlers and no shade on people who are trying to learn or trying to experiment with. Everybody things. has their own walk. Yeah. Yeah, but I think where we miss the mark is that 
we don't start off with a viable value prop. Um, we try to get into industries or into hustles or small businesses that aren't valuable to a target market. So we spin our wheels. Got an example? Uh, tummy tea. <laughs> hey, I've been thinking about the getting on some tummy, tummy tea, though. No, I've been trying to work on my abs. Trying to get like your boy, double yeah, tap no. teal. Yeah, but it's just there's a lot of things that we we put our money into like multi-level marketing and some of these other things that don't have a strong value prop. PMA schemes. They don't though. <laughs> they don't. And also, they don't. so let they me ask, they don't so have a strong ubiquitous value prop. The ubiquitous the meaning top, the people at the top of the pyramid scheme are getting their money, but everybody else is not. So the value is concentrated at the person who started oh, and no one else That's can catch up. Well, so yeah. look, this is the thing is, <laughs> you know, I agree that pyramids are designed mm-hmm. to have someone at the top, mm-hmm. but I don't discount the folks at the second or third tier that are also making multi-million dollars because they were able to capitalize on a system that was created to have the masses support. And so I disagree that multi-level marketing doesn't have a value prop. I think it's a value prop, but I think that the value prop is different depending on your level of effort, your information, uh, and maybe your mentality. Yeah. Right. But, and but we're so, talking about the people who have yet to experience success in those frameworks. They are lacking their value prop given their position. They also don't have the branding or the network to be able to access more information or better information or data to make better decisions. And then they can't activate that network in order to get funding or yeah. to have partners or to move their business forward. And those are well, the three things I think that a lot of people who are trying to make the move that they're missing. I agree with you outside of multi-level marketing. I try mm-hmm. to I use that as a, a micro mm-hmm. conversation on its own because I feel like multi-level marketing is really about selling yourself and selling an idea and inspiring mm-hmm. people. But that's right. what wealth builders do. Right. It is what wealth, builder, wealth builders do. But the difference is that inside multi-level marketing, it's a construct, mm-hmm. right? And it's like startups culture, though. It, it's the same thing, yeah. right? And so that's the and and because it's like startup culture, it's the reason why I'm okay with multi-level marketing, and it's because everyone can't start up or be part of a startup, you know. But if there's an idea that works for the masses, then multi-level marketing works. Because you may not make a million dollars off this, but you might make 10000 right? And so you may be disgruntled because you made 10000 and you didn't make 100000 But there's some personal responsibility that comes along with that in the multi-level marketing space. Yeah. And so throwing multi-level marketing off the table, because that's a construct that's built by the man, I guess. That a I lot would of say. people think will bring them wealth, which it brings us back to like why, especially in our community, mm. why why we don't see like a progression in like the upper middle class or blacks and so on and so forth, because we're stuck in a model that maybe isn't the right model for us, depending upon where we come in. But it's the right model when you don't have access to capital. Because multi-level marketing requires a five hundred to a thousand dollar investment and effort. 
there's better, I believe that there's better models with better risk profile. Agree. I agree. No, I'm not. I'm not. Hey, I got this susu. I want you to get in. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, so, and I, and you know what? And I, and I, you know, I agree that the susu is something that we caught on and folks have benefited from. But I would take a step back from that because it doesn't really offer a product and go to a Primerica, for example. Primerica is an insurance company that is built off of multi level marketing. Right. And I would also venture to say that all insurance companies are built off of multi-level marketing. The agency model is multi-level marketing. You learn it, you learn it. So it's just different. The entry point into a normal agency business. My parents with the rainbow. Hello. Yeah. And so my point killing it. Right. And so, and so what I'm saying, and so I'm glad you said that because what I'm saying is that there is a product related to it first. And second, there is a goal and a gain that you get from the marketing. And so I think that if you're in, so multi-level marketing is great because the entry point is 500 or a thousand bucks. Whereas starting a state farm agency, you've got, you got to have a degree. You've got to have sales experience. You've got to pass these tests. You've got to have this credit rating. Like there's a lot of barriers to entry. Um, but I think the problem comes in is that what we're sold on is the image of multi-level marketing being easy. And I think the lack of work and effort is where we miss the mark as a community because we're sold on the dream of all you have to do is pay 500 bucks and we're going to make you a million. And that I like that you said the community piece of it because like no knock on MLM right. or any of those things. Cause there are people to your point who have been successful, but if we're looking to say and be about rooting for everybody black, yep, we have to think about alternative means. For well, people to build wealth and change the statistics and the data around what wealth looks like in our community, yep. underscore that as a whole. And I don't, I don't think that that is the way. I, shout out to the 19 families that uh, purchased uh, the 90 acres. Uh, <laughs> speaking in Midwest of Georgia, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And look, I mean, I'm going to close out by saying that. Uh, Ownership is the word. I've been on that, some of you guys know, for a long time. And I stay, I, I'm steadfast in my belief in having ownership. Ownership. And uh, there are things that I have had influence and income and revenue from that I don't own, that I am removing myself from over the next three, six, 12 months, because that ownership is what creates that generational wealth that we're talking about. And I would add that we should level up our understanding and our knowledge of what ownership really means. Um, Because a lot of times in our community, we're like hobbyist and we think that that's ownership. And I think that is, that can be a first step. But we often get stuck in that mode 
Yeah. I'm, I'm going mean, to make masks because everyone needs masks right now. And then mm, when the but, wind changes and you can't make masks anymore, your business fails and then you start something new. Yeah. But there's two things I would say to that. I agree with you that we have to evolve. But secondly, there are complete business models, Amazon, mm-hmm. built off of what's hot lately. With scale. Correct. But the scale that Amazon is built off of is at a level that has an entry point that most folks cannot get. And so if you get into the tummy tea business, mm-hmm. for example, <laughs> is that the name of the episode actually? <laughs> <laughs> but if you get into the tummy tea business and you make $50,000 off of a $500 investment and 5,000 Instagram posts, I'm okay with that. You got to do more than that. You got to become but, director. You got to be done brought. And look, I ain't worried about any of that. But what I'm saying is, 5, people. let's take <laughs> let's take the strata off of it. But let's say you have a product that's hot. Let's say spiritual cleansing, sage, sage burners. Folks that say burn, burn sage, cleanse your house, cleanse your body, cleanse your spirit. That's popular right now. Crystals. Every black person is in the, every black woman, not every, but a big percentage of black women are into sage and cleansing. They're into waist beads. God damn, Janae Aiko. <laughs> Fucking up for everybody. <laughs> I will not let you slander my queen. <laughs> hey, that's like Gladys Knight. I told you. I was waiting on a Gladys Knight reference. That's her Gladys. But all I would say is this, is that if folks are doing those things and making 10, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 dollars off of it, I personally am okay with it. I think the problem comes in when you make those 30, 40, 50, 100,000 dollars and you waste it. It doesn't have any velocity in the community. We don't that dollar doesn't change hands like it does in a Jewish community seven times before it leaves the community. And so I think I'll end on the fact that we need to learn how to move that dollar around our community. And that's where the power is. It's not just based off of earning it. It's about you earning it and spending it several times with someone else that looks, feels like you that has a product that you can benefit from. Yeah. Money's not making money. Is it really money? It's a fact. <laughs> hey, said you're not making real money until you, um, you know, making it in your sleep until, <laughs> you know, you can mailbox money. Like you said, at scale that, you know, can make money for you over, over time. I've been looking at a lot of um, these courses. Uh, so it's like affiliate marketing and in courses, man, there's another like huge. My back. All right. Get your head out of my pocket, fool. All right. Uh, well, that was fun. All right. It was a long one. Yeah, that's all good. Great content. Great content. All right, folks. You could have been else anywhere else in the world. We've been drinking. You could have been anywhere else in the world. <laughs> but you're here. Fucking with your boys. That's right. And your lady. Girl. Uh, and we appreciate that. Uh, until next time, stay blessed. Wait. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Stay oh, vexed. Yeah. Stay vexed. It is the vexed intellects. Get vexed. Peace. What? How?